We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at on the John Chuckery Show. Normally we say halfway done here, but we're only taking it till 9.30 this evening. We've got Hawks basketball coming up at the bottom of the hour. Hawks are in Portland. Take on the Trailblazers, first of this five-game road trip. 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Honestly, apps how you catch us on the go. Social media at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at JMCH316 on my personal Twitter page. We've got Day Day producing the show tonight because, you know, we had a soccer game over the weekend and, you know, got Dylan all tired out and worn out from all the work that he did this weekend. Anyway, um, we had the Royal Rumble on Saturday and, you know, I it wasn't really hard. I mean, I picked the two winners that, you know, the Men's Royal Rumble with Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, the Women's Royal Rumble, no real surprise that Rhea Ripley. Um, I was a little bit surprised that she went number one all the way through, but they wanted to try to get that gimmick in because they still go with the idea of it's Shawn Michaels and it's um, Edge, and then, you know, they don't always they – they, they leave out uh, Chris Benoit. But that's all right. I'm in the 04 Rumble. It was, you know, again, there's a reason why they they leave him out of all of it. But but they the more people that they get that have done this thing now that they've had a woman uh, do it, they can kind of you know forget about the Chris Benoit period uh, of wrestling. So, but um, you know, listen, Rhea Ripley has said that she and and actually Bianca Belair has said the same thing. They want to be the modern day Rock in Austin. They want to be the biggest female um, rivalry in the WWE. And and they want to, you know, headline WrestleManias and, and all that kind of stuff. But they want to be the biggest rivalry in WWE history, and that's Rock and Austin. So that's what they've said. They both have said that. And, you know, certainly, and she's making her announcement right now who she's going to wrestle. I can't even imagine that it would be Charlotte Flair. It would. It's got to be Bianca Belair because... She just said last week that they want to be the biggest rivals of all time. I will say that the Men's Royal Rumble, they opened the show with that match. That was the that was the show opener. They didn't save it for in the middle. They didn't save it for the end. 
That was Roman and Kevin Owens in the in the main event for the uh, Universal title. But they opened the show with the Men's Rumble. And I got to tell you, it was one for the ages. There were so many good storylines coming out of that. Obviously, Cody won it, and he's going to go on to you know face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But we'll talk about a side story you know, here in a minute. But there were so many fun things about the men's rumble. We still get the Lashley-Brock Lesnar angle because Lashley knocked Brock Lesnar out of the rumble, you know. But now we've got, you know, potentially Gunther, the intercontinental champion against, you know, a Brock Lesnar at some point. Like, that was awesome when those two guys faced off, stared down one another and got into it, you know. Whether it's um, uh, almost or, you know, they call him almost, uh, you know, Jim Cornette does, and um, uh, Braun Strowman, you know, like there were so many little storylines that are available to piggyback off of the men's rumble. You know, even Cody and Seth Rollins, you know, that's that, you know, obviously they had the Hell in a Cell match together, you know, where. Cody came out with the torn pec. He'd already torn his pec and and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, they wrestled at WrestleMania. So that storyline is still going. So there's so many different angles that came out of the Men's Rumble. But I would tell you, you know, 92 is probably the best Men's Royal Rumble of all time. Um, I'm partial to 98. I'm partial to 2002 because I was at the 2002 Royal Rumble here at Phillips Arena. So I'm partial to those two. But that Royal Rumble was as good as any that I've seen. You know, the only thing about the that Royal Rumble, the, or the, the Royal Rumble from Saturday, is the only difference between that and, say, 98, 2002, or 92 is that you don't have the depth of star power. You know, 98 is kind of one of my favorites. That was Chainsaw Charlie and... Mankind that came out and were the first two guys in. So it was Terry Funk and Mick Foley. And then they did the three faces of Foley in 98. They had him back as Cactus Jack. They had him out as Dude Love. But again, you know, The Rock beat Austin, or uh, sorry, Austin beat The Rock to win the Royal Rumble. So you have Triple H and Austin and The Rock and you know, Mick Foley and Terry Funk. And you've got such a depth of just stars, you know. And then 92, it's Hogan, it's Flair, it's Sid, it's The Undertaker. Like, there's just so many stars that they don't have very many of those guys. You know, Lesnar, McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. But then you've got the Otises and the Chad Gables and, you know, the lame profits and all those guys, and they start breaking up all these tag teams because they don't have enough guys that are star power worthy to put in the uh, the Rumble match. But that was a fantastic match. The lights out, the Mountain Dew lights out match with Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight was dreadful, to say the least. And Uncle Howdy's up there, and he's – jumping off and he missed him by six feet and and la knight had to roll on top of him yeah the and camera the pyro, had the worst angle yeah <laughs> i that. mean you know like it was just you know the fan shots 
from the crowd that they that they were home video of it, you know, or phone video of it. That was the ones to watch, but that was a dreadful match. Uh, Bianca Belair and, you know, uh, Alexa Bliss was not very good. And then it got to be where, you know, Uncle Howdy's back and, you know, he's doing his video and all that kind of stuff. Then the Women's Royal Rumble. I thought the Women's Royal Rumble was really good. I didn't think it was as good as the men's, but I thought the Women's Rumble was really good. Asuka was back, and there were so many little twists and turns, but the right two people won their match. And then you get to the main event. And, man, you know, listen, I grew up, I saw the Mega Powers. You know, I remember on that Friday night when it was Friday night's main event, the dueling Hebners, and and it's some of the best angles of all time. The Bloodline story with Sammy and Roman and the Usos and everybody is absolutely the best thing in wrestling right now. It's not even close. And so they, they were, you know, Kevin Owens, uh, Roman beats him, and then they, they handcuff Kevin Owens to the rope and things like that, and then they all come in and start beating him up, right? The Usos, Sola Sokoa, right? They, they all come in there and start beating him up. The only guy that wasn't beating everybody up was Paul Heyman, and he's got the best facials and, and just promos in the business and everything like that, but he was the only guy not beating everybody up. So they come in there and all beat him up, and Roman is saying to Sammy, because, you know, Sammy's, you know, Kevin Owens' friend, you know, he's like, look, you've got to do this. You've, you've got to take this chair and whack him with this chair, you know, and prove your loyalty and all that kind of stuff. And Roman starts to walk over toward Kevin Owens and kind of bend over a little bit, and Sammy hits him with the chair. And when I tell you, they had 51,000 people in the Alamo Dome. When I tell you that that was a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop from 98, 99, that kind of pop, I mean, 51,000 people, and it was loud. They didn't have to pipe in any noise. They didn't have to sweeten up the sound, anything. That crowd blew up when he hit Roman with the chair. And now you've got a quandary because I'm telling you, Sami Zayn is the most over wrestler in the WWE. More than Roman, now more than Cody. He's the most over guy after that storyline. And it was brilliant. The way it was done was brilliant. And... Look, I think I said the other night, Day Day, Cody Rhodes is going to go on to WrestleMania and he's going to beat Roman Reigns and he's going to win the title from him. But what do you do with Sammy? Because that's the storyline everybody wants. I think you're going to get Roman and Sammy at the Elimination Chamber. That that's that's going to be the title match, and it won't feel the same. It won't it, because that's a throwaway pay per view the one that's in between, because that's the only pay-per-view in between um, the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And it won't feel the same. But, man, I, 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 I am curious to see where they go with this. Because Sammy's out of the bloodline now, but when he hit Roman, that was an Austin-level pop with 51,000. And then when, when they all start beating up Sami Zayn and everything, and Jey Uso walked out. Jey Uso walked out from the bloodline, and he just walked to the back. 
he wouldn't be a part of of any of the the beatdown on Sami Zayn. That's where I think they'll go until they can get to Sami and um and Roman. I think somehow Jay and Sami end up kind of rolling as a tag team. But uh, that that would work. But there's going to have to be some story built to that yeah. because. You can't do that in a couple of weeks. No, like, no, no. You'll have to that, build up to that's it. That's yeah. going to be months and months of storyline to get to that point. But it gives them the time they would need to build up to, to – they can let Cody and Roman kind of play out a little while. Well, here's what, here's what I think. I, I think it's going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos um, at, at WrestleMania. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I think Cody will – I think Cody will beat Roman in night two, and he'll win the title. And – you know, maybe there's an Austin in there. It's not going to be the Rock. We're not. We're not getting the Rock and all that kind of stuff. But the other thing too is that I would have had Cody run through the bloodline on the way to WrestleMania. You know, like Cody beat the Usos individually, beat Solo Sokoa, beat them all individually to build up to get him up to that high level. Yeah. You know, and and I would have him beat. All of those guys, and then lead into taking on Roman Reigns. Yeah, you know, at WrestleMania, and he beats him night two. Like that'll be that'll be Roman and Cody will be night two at WrestleMania, and I think Cody's going to win the title. I mean, if they don't put the title on Cody now, then you've you've missed out on your on your opportunity in your window. Right. But Sammy's the most over wrestler in the company. He's the most over guy. And look, the other part of this too. The other thing about the the pop that um, that that they got when Sammy hit him with the chair, you know, they had that crowd organically once they beat up Sammy was starting with the F Roman range and it was loud. It was loud and boisterous, and you could clearly make out what they were saying. Right. Yep. Like you could, there were fifty one thousand people in unison chanting F Roman Reigns, and they didn't just use the F part of it there. They they said the whole word. So, again, when they get it right, they get it right, man. When they hit home runs, they don't just homer. They hit grand slams because that was arguably the best finish to a pay-per-view, and that Royal Rumble match itself, the men's Rumble, was one of the all-timers. I still don't think the women's – think the women's match was good, but 2019 when Becky, Becky won that Rumble – that was the best women's Royal Rumble of all time. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I won't even argue about that because I think it was the best of all time. But anyway, all right, when we get back, we'll wrap things up and uh, get ready for Hawks basketball here in just a few minutes, bottom of the hour. Chuck Green, Nikia Studios, a few more minutes. Sports Radio 9 to the game, odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at Chuckery Show. 
few more minutes here, then we'll hand it off to Hawks basketball coming up bottom of the hour. Hawks in Portland tonight. We'll update that in just a second here. We'll uh, have Steve Holman and uh, Mike uh, Mike Connie on the call. Mike will have all of your pre-post and halftime action. Steve will have all of the action here as the Hawks start this five-game Western Conference road trip that uh, won't take them to the California teams, but you know Portland, San or uh, Portland, New Orleans, uh, Utah, Denver, and Phoenix. They'll hit uh, all of those cities. So the non-California cities. They'll be a part of this five-game West Coast road trip, and this will tie them with their longest West or t- longest road trip of the season. Uh, but there's a, I guess, a little caveat to that one because they had that back-to-back games against the same team, right? Remember they they were trying to save money on travel and all that kind of stuff. The so Detroit one, right? Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. They played, and they've got another one of those coming up. I think it's, I think they have two more, maybe Washington and Miami. I think that they will play back-to-back games against the same team with a day off in between the two games. But um, they have that, you know, I it's I guess it's because they're trying to save money or something like that and the travel and the grind of anything. But, you know, again, um, you only have to travel, you know, 41 games a year. But, you know, and again, they they're, how, how much is Trey Young making? Let's say you get a pretty nice check to do yeah. all that travel. How, how much is Trey Young making? 45, 46 <laughs> right. million. Speaking of Trey Young – he is officially out for the game tonight. So he's got the ankle soreness. He was questionable yesterday on the injury report, but now we've got word here just a few minutes ago that he is out uh, with an ankle injury. So, yeah, um, not exactly the way you want to start this road trip off. Um, so, you know, other guys got to rally and step up, you know. Uh, I mean, can't really afford to go, you know, one and four, 0-5 type of scenario. And, you know, when they played those teams earlier in the year, or I should say uh, in that in that early road trip where they went out west uh, early last season, you know, that's where they got off to that 1-8 start. They were 0-4, you know, against, what was it, Phoenix, Denver, Utah, or those teams, you know, that they, they struggled against the Western Conference teams when they get out there, you know, the, the non-California group of uh, contingent, you know, out there. So they uh, they struggled last year with it. And, you know, let's let's hope that they don't, you know, get off to a rough start. I mean, you know, this, this I, again, like I said earlier in the show, this is kind of, you know, potentially a defining point of the season for the Hawks. You have a 1-4 and four, an 0-5, and, and you probably, you know, put yourself in a really bad position with, you know, pretty much just one-third of the games left. I mean, 61% of the way through and you're going to be two-thirds of the way through the NBA schedule when you get through with this road trip. And then, you know, it's still, they got, you know, as soon as they get back, I mean, Phoenix comes to town, and, you know, they've got the Knicks and some other teams. So, you know, you've got some pretty good teams that you have to play even, you know, after you get back from this West Coast road trip. And, you know, you always worry about fatigue and just kind of, okay, we got back, and, you know, now we kind of have, you know, uh a lull, you know, whatever. I mean, so Hawks got to get it together. You know, sitting in the eight seed right now, two and a half games out of the six seed. It's not impossible, but, you know, it all starts with this West Coast road trip. So you got to have guys step up. And Trey was the only guy on the injury report. I mean, that he was the only guy listed yesterday. He was the only guy listed tonight, you know, and he's officially out. So 
You know, now you got your other horses, and now you got to get your other guys to step up and do something, you know. So DeJounte, Collins, Capella, you know, Hunter, you know, everybody's got to kind of step their game up and, um, you know, see what the starting lineup looks like for uh, the Atlanta Hawks. But, um, you know, Trey is not going to be in tonight, and that's obviously a big blow. So, um, you know, and we'll see how long the ankle injury keeps him out for because – you know, if it's a, I, I don't, and I don't know if it's a high ankle sprain or not, but you know, those kinds of things just linger and, and they take a while to heal. And frankly, you know, there's not much you can do for an ankle injury other than literally just get off your feet, just literally rest and get off your feet and just let it heal kind of naturally on its own. There's just not a whole lot you can do for those kinds of injuries. So I'll be curious to see if, you know, if he's out for any length of time because they play tonight, they play Wednesday, they play Friday, um, and then they play Saturday again in Utah. So, you know, this week you've got four games. Um, you know, so you got, you know, at least you got a day off in between the, you know, Wednesday-Friday game, but then you've got back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. So, and you don't want to push it. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're Trey Young, you don't want to push it too hard. I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to try to risk further injury or be out for multiples of weeks, you know, for anything. So, you know, maybe he, you know, maybe he doesn't just miss tonight. Maybe he misses Wednesday's game, you know. So we'll see what what happens with it all. But um, certainly not good news for the Atlanta Hawks as uh, they get ready to uh, take on Portland uh, here tonight. And um, and I was saying when they get home, they've got Phoenix, San Antonio. They're at Charlotte. Uh, then they've got the Knicks, Cavs, Brooklyn, Washington. So, you know, they've got a rough stretch as they get through this month of February. So besides going out on the West Coast for February, you know, they've got some of the good teams in the Eastern Conference, New York, Cleveland, Brooklyn, you know, Washington. I mean, they've got some good teams that they have to that they have to face in the month of February. So it does start to feel like maybe February is going to be kind of that swing month because – won't be a whole lot left at that point. Won't be a whole lot left. They get through, they get through uh, the uh, month of uh, schedule of February. Won't be a whole lot left to try to make up any kind of ground or anything like that. So, I said if they can just hold serve out here, two and three, three and two, you know, if they can just be that in this five game road set, then you don't really feel like you can't overcome that. Like one and four, zero oh and five that may be a little bit much, you know, to just try to get back on track. And Hawks are 12 and 14 on the road um, this year, and they're 13 and 11 at home. So they certainly have not had the home record that they had last year when we said that only Boston and Miami had more wins in the Eastern Conference at home. They were 27 and 14. So unless they get on this big-time run, when they get back from this trip, you know, their home record is certainly not going to be what it has been, you know, last year. And, um, you know, they were 16 and 25 on the road last year, 12 and 14 on the road this year. So, you know, percentage wise, a little bit, a little bit better on the road. Uh, but you know, this, this trip will certainly swing the pendulum one direction or the other day day. You got to, you got to, you got it out there. You know, I'm counting on, I'm counting on day day and on day day here to, you know, figure it all out. So, I got to produce, I got to host, I got to 
do a little bit of everything. I got to do hand motions. My bad. Yeah. All right. Before we get out of here and hand it off to Hawks basketball, let me let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. All right, back with a full show for the four hours tomorrow night. We have our special signing day show on Wednesday. So Chris Parker, Sam Crenshaw, Goforth, myself will all be a part of all of that. So we got to get out of here. For Day Day, it's Chuckery. We'll see you, AMF. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.